0: development junkie, an all-around Venus worshipper, and a powerful witch. I'm here to talk dirty about evolution, revolution, and how to embody the archetype of Venus, original bad bitch, every damn day. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by The Chariot. The Chariot is my four-week program to move you towards a massive, unexpected, unbelievable quantum leap. Have you ever wanted to change something so badly that you actually dared to dream it was possible for you? And then so-called reality sank in. Well, fuck that. I've made countless, massive shifts in my life, and each time, people told me that what I was dreaming of was impossible or foolish. And guess what? I'm so grateful that I ignored them, that I dared to ignore the realists, and decided to live life on my own terms. You see, none of these shifts took years. In fact, slow shifts aren't really my thing. Each time, I changed my life practically overnight, and these moments these enormous shifts, these massive changes in short periods of time are what we call quantum leaps. And baby, quantum leaps are what I'm here for. Quantum leaps are the kinds of things that can happen when you decide the up level is here. They're the decisions that average people call impulsive, erratic, or irresponsible. But if you're in my world, I know you don't want an average life. You want an extraordinary life. And extraordinary actions lead to extraordinary results. But only always. You can rewrite the personal history that you've created and create something that no one could have imagined you were headed towards. You get to determine what's next. You are able to decide that your life changes today. You can choose that the thing you know you need to do, maybe it's a career change, a big move, a breakup, a going-to-change-everything conversation, a business launch, a healing. Maybe it's a not-sure-what-it-is-yet-but-damn-something-has-to-change-because-I-just-can't-do-this-anymore moment. You get to choose that all of that gets put into motion now. And so I'm so, so pleased to introduce the chariot. So in the tarot, the chariot is the card of momentum. It is the card of what happens when you approach the wild horse of your life and decide to finally take the reins. It's the internal and external shift from trying to tame the horse from the ground to sitting proudly atop it as you gallop into the distance at a speed well beyond that which you could have reached by your own two feet. It's what happens when you step the fuck up. It's what happens when you finally show up for yourself and fully embody an elevated state. It's the realization that the time is always now, and you can change your life in an instant. You are four weeks to your quantum leap. The time is always now. Your chariot awaits. For more details, visit rebirthofvenus.com slash thechariot. Hello, everybody. I have such an awesome episode for you today. Today, I am speaking with Alice from Vivian Vetch. And we're going to be talking all about dressing for your Venus sign. Don't worry if you don't know what that means yet. We are going to go deep into it today and magical fashion. Okay, so Alice, I met Alice in Marrakesh, <laughs> as one does. So we bonded on the rooftop of our Riyadh in Marrakesh when we were on a sort of a spiritual retreat with our girls, Gala Darling and Veronica Varlow. And we hit it off right away because, well, first of all, she's killer style. And I was like, okay, that's a girl I'm going to be friends with. <laughs> Great tattoos, good vibes. And we hit it off. And so I wanted to call Alice onto the show today because she is the queen of magical fashion and let me tell you a bit about why why that is. So, Alice is from Vivian Vet. And so Vivian Vet is a line based out of LA that constructs these amazing luxurious handbags. They're sort of vintage inspired for the magically inclined with a modern vibe. Vivian Vet brings luxurious direct to consumer handbags without the markup. Each piece is handcrafted right in downtown Los Angeles. And when you buy one of these handcrafted pieces, you're supporting the hundreds of hours that went into each design, each prototype, each failure, each frustration, each success, and every triumph. You're buying the dream. There's so much heart and passion she puts into her designs and so much magic. I'll never forget on one of her Instagram posts a while back, I saw she had this great conversation about sacred geometry and using that in the stitching in her designs, which I thought was so, so cool. Um, And so... Alice started Vivian Vet to offer a high-quality handbag that is much more than a staple in your closet. It's a totem to live your dream life. I absolutely love that. And I have one of these handbags. They're absolutely gorgeous, amazing Italian leather, and just so much magic that goes into each piece. And I'm so excited to have Alice on the show today to talk about the magic of fashion. Hi, Alice. How are you doing today?
1: Why hello! I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, it is my pleasure. So I would love you to introduce yourself. I want to hear about your story. I want to hear about how you got started in fashion and how magic plays into the world of fashion
1: for you. Okay. Um, So I guess I think magic actually came first for me. Um, We've all grew grew up watching The Craft and. I um had a bunch of Wiccan books and I, of course went through that phase. And then I remember As does. <laughs> right, of course, write a passage. Um and then I remember in sixth grade, I on a fluke, my teacher got engaged and I designed her a dress for like for fun. Um and she was like, you know, you can actually do this. And it never occurred to me that people were actually designing the clothes that we wore. I know that sounds so silly, but it never occurred to me. So th- since that moment, I was very very hooked on it and I devoured I think like every fashion like autobiography I could find and I made my mom drag me into the city all the time because originally I'm from Connecticut so we were like an hour from Manhattan so that worked out perfectly Um, and then it just it kind of grew from there I was always sewing through high school Um, unfortunately or unfortunately I don't know how you want to put that a lot of my friends felt prey to some good designs some bad designs that I put them in for prom and then um, after school I went to college and ended up in LA eventually and I really wanted to start a fashion line and for anyone that doesn't know it's very hard to do a cut and sew line because there's so many size ranges and as a small designer you have to account for all that so I was like okay handbags let's start with handbags and we'll grow from there and so about two years ago I started a line of all leather handbags, and I was very inspired by like the top designers and like what they put into their bags. And I, so that's why they're um, leather on leather. There's a full leather liner as well. And I worked with a lot of um, people in downtown LA to really create these, and it was cool because um, you get to actually go into the, like the leather houses, and they put us in touch with tanneries and. The liner is actually custom from Italy. So that's like only for Vivian vet and same with the, um, oxblood bags. So, yeah. Um, and then I just, at the time I really wanted to incorporate magic as well. Cause I just, I knew I was on to something. I knew like, you know, we can apply feng shui to our houses. We can actually cast spells. We can meditate. Like there has to be something that we can actually do with our clothing to further this idea. And so, I didn't want, I didn't really know what direction. So I started, I guess, kind of small and I was like, okay, let's do chevrons. Like that's good, confident fire energy. Like to me, a handbag is kind of like a good leather jacket. It's like a, like a shield or like a a statement piece. Right. So I was like, okay, we need something confident. So I went with the chevron design all over the bags. And then, um, the liner is actually holographic. So that was my like little magical I guess finishing touch to them and then yeah it's kind of grown from there I um I love
0: it I it's it's I love because I love your story about your when you're in high school I'm totally picturing like you as like a a young Jenny Humphrey and that's a gossip girl reference for anyone who doesn't (laughs) But like before she was a bitch you know
1: (laughs) oh yeah you're like right can I tell you it always upset me that they like never like really focused on her fashion other than like what three episodes and it wasn't even good fashion we're just like oh they could have gone such know, a fun way and I'm then so, it was I'm like gone, literally and was I'm like, like, rewatching. Oh, I'm
0: totally gonna go on a gossip girl tangent because that's what I do but I'm totally rewatching like the whole freaking series and I'm on like I think I'm on the last season right now season six and I'm like what like whatever happened to Jenny Humphrey? <laughs> Why? Why? Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, I love the holographic lining. And it's so cool to hear you talk about the Chevron energy, because, you know, I had literally not even thought of that when I, so, so for anyone who's listening, and of course you can head to the show notes and um, check out links to Alice's work with Vivian Vett. But all of the, at least the current designs, have this amazing chevron um, stitching. And I love what you're talking about, about that being that fiery energy because it's, and, and how that relates to feng shui, because it's really cool how we can bring the elements into what we wear. And as a result, the what we're projecting out into the world.
1: Exactly. Um, yeah. So then I think this last year, uh, especially when we got back from Marrakesh, I was like, how do I, how do I step this up? Right. Like we can't just sit on this one thing that we did. And, um, I've really been exploring even more sacred geometry and without getting into that completely, you can kind of break it down into good triangles, um, golden rectangles, which just mean like everything's perfectly balanced. And then also like, so an easy one is they say to dress in thirds, right? Like you wouldn't want a line exactly in the middle of your body. Like, I think that's the easiest reference for sacred geometry for people. Oh, I love that when it comes to dressing. Yeah. So like, um, sometimes I get really nerdy and I'll like measure my body and be like, okay, my, my, uh, waistline has to hit here to make this look perfect. you know, or I've done it to my sister too. Um, Which she never appreciates. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. She's like, What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm measuring. Hold on. Golden ratio. It'll be fine.
0: (laughs) Golden ratio. It'll be fine. (laughs) I love that so much. And so I'm wondering okay, so the reason I brought Alice onto the show is because I, well, first of all, Venus is, of course, the, well, maybe not, maybe not of course. You might not know this, but. anyone listening, Venus rules aesthetics. And a big part of that is fashion. And so I had never really consciously thought about fashion magic before until probably about last year when um, I started, well, I don't know if it was last year. I probably was following her before this, um, Gabriella Hurstic. She talks a lot about fashion in witchcraft. And she's a fashion writer as well and so that's part of her background And that really got me starting to think about that and then around the same time I um someone told me about Lori Cabot's Twitter which is like hilarious I'm not even on Twitter and I um but apparently on her Twitter she has like a daily forecast and Lori Cabot's a super famous like hella old school witch I think she lives in Salem but um literally, <laughs> that's not like a metaphor. <laughs> but anyway, on her Twitter, she would have this daily kind of forecast, including colors and, and elements to bring into your wardrobe. And so I just really started playing with that and really noticing how the colors that I was, you know, wearing myself really affected things. And then I started Thinking about it in the light of astrology. And it was Alice who actually posted something about, you know, how to dress for your Venus sign. And I was like, oh my God, we have to get you on the show to talk about this. So, Alice, can you tell us about what is a Venus sign and how does it relate to fashion?
1: So, your Venus sign, especially when it comes to your wardrobe, is kind of the glue that holds everything together because venus was super about the aesthetic and beauty and you know what actually influences our taste so like you can straight up dress for your venus in the sense of like maybe that's how you want to seduce yourself or seduce your lover but overall it's kind of like the polishing finish so actually for example today since I was going to be here with you I was like oh it's thursday okay Jupiter like business money success okay so then I looked up like Jupiter is ruled um with the Aquarius sign so then I was doing some research on how to dress more Aquarius today oh I love it yeah and then you know the Venus aspect would be like do I match do I actually look right you know I'm not walking out of the house with like a faux fur jacket on and something that doesn't work and like maybe some fringe though so actually now that I'm describing that that kind of actually sounds good. yeah that sounds good <laughs> <laughs> I was like, actually, wait, I'm trying but you know what I mean that would be Venus Venus would be the thing that's smoothing it all together so you actually look good and feel really good about yourself
0: I love that it's so fun to to use these archetypes as a way to give ourselves fashion inspiration but you know it's funny because actually even though I study I'm like a you know serious student of astrology and magic and all this stuff, I actually have kind of struggled with how to dress for my own Venus sign. So we're actually going, everyone who's listening, we're actually going to go through the signs. Um, And if you're not sure about your Venus sign, you can find that out in any natal chart. You can get a free chart. Um, You can run a free chart for yourself. If you have your day of birth, your city of birth and your time of birth, um, you can run that online. I use astro.com personally, or of course you can, you know, send me a message and I'll uh, s- create a professional chart for you. But um, so, so Alice, let's start with me because you know, this is all about me. My Venus sign is Pisces. I'm actually a Venus and Mars in Pisces. And I'm wondering, I've I've kind of struggled with how that would play into my ideal fashion, especially lately as I've been kind of rebooting my look a lot. Um, So what
1: advice do you have? You know, it's funny that you say that because I noticed, I think it was yesterday or the day before you posted something on Instagram and I think you had like a green or like a blue shirt on and that's totally like Pisces energy. So you could use dressing for your sign in the Venus aspect or in just your normal like sun sign. But I think for this, if you want to incorporate more Venus, you're going to want to do more like Pisces colors. And so that would be like your blues, your greens, probably more the darker aspects, things that kind of like flow together. It's so funny. I literally
0: own like two things that are blue and not a sing- single thing that's green.
1: <laughs> well, maybe you're more on the blue side, you know, that just means that you need to add maybe more blue. Maybe that's where you feel comfortable. And that's, The Venus aspect pulling that into you you know what I mean
0: yeah well I'm actually curious about something you said you were saying you we could dress for our sun sign or our Venus sign and so it's interesting because so I'm a Capricorn sun and I definitely like and every single time a magazine runs like an astro fashion situation I always gravitate towards the Capricorn looks like I really like a sort of like an edgy classic look like I'm good in like jeans, a leather jacket and like a cute top like that. I'm good. You know, like I like things like I'm kind of a minimalist. I like things that are nice that but like not having a ton of them. But it's funny because as I've like this year, I've definitely become more interested in like adding some flowier elements, which makes me think Mm -hmm. like that Pisces. that's the Pisces. Yeah. I'm wearing a ton more white now. Like I used to be just like black, 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 everything. Like literally my favorite outfit is I like this like flowy white shirt. I love it's like very Stevie Nicks with a leather jacket, some like torn jeans, a pair of black boots. Like I'm good. And I feel like that's kind of this interesting melding between
1: the Capricorn vibes and the Pisces vibes. Am I getting it right? I definitely like, you definitely want that balance too. And I feel like, especially since you are very Venus driven, like the more Pisces energy you could pull into your outfit, the better. And that doesn't mean that you need to walk around in like flowy, like beachy, I don't know, those like muumu dresses or something, but like whatever flowy means to you, you know what I mean? Maybe that means like fringe necklaces or just like Bell sleeve shirts, or yeah, I'm I'm into those vibes for sure. Both of those, (laughs) I I think you nailed it when you said Stevie Nicks. So
0: yeah, like it's like still kind of edgy, still that kind of like hard Capricornian vibe. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, the nice thing about Capricorn too is it's that understated elegance. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: totally. Okay, cool. So, so, so for everyone who's listening, so I want to like hot seat you, and let's like pop through each of the twelve signs. And so if you're listening and you know, okay, I'm sure you know your sun sign. That's like the what's your sign sign. (laughs) That's what you think of when you think of your astrology sign. And so if you're listening, you can listen for your sun sign as well as if you know your Venus sign, you can listen for that as well. And if not, like I said, head to astro.com, plug in your birth information, get a chart pulled up and you could find out your Venus sign. I think there are tables online too, if it's like... It's, it's fun to get your chart. So, okay. So let's start, Alice, let's start with Aries because we're in Aries season right now. And, you know, it's considered mm-hmm. by many to be the sort of beginning of the Zodiac. So
1: what can you tell us about Aries fashion? So Aries fashion is all about being very bold and very daring. So you, they're going to be mostly dressed in lots of black, lots of white, lots of red, like big punches of these elements. But at the same time with Aries, it's going to be comfortable. You know, they're not going to be walking around like a suit unless, I mean, obviously, unless that's something that they feel comfortable in. Um, that's how I actually came to interpret everything Is like, it's not going to be this, this, or this. You know what I mean? It's going to be, what does that mean for you? So that's how I would take it for everyone listening. So whatever you feel comfortable, if you're an Aries, take it like that. And then I think another big trend for Aries people are either hats or headbands or anything that really highlights their face and their crown chakra is going to be like a big signal for them.
0: Oh, interesting. So Mm -hmm. are Aries more sensitive in the crown area? Because it's like Aries is the ram. Is that related?
1: I would think it's maybe not sensitive. I think maybe more like from a powerful standpoint, you know, because they are the ram and most Aries, no offense to everyone out there, but they're very almost borderline stubborn they're very strong-willed so I think it's
0: borderline <laughs> no nah, they're stubborn as hell she's being nice <laughs>
1: I had a friend one time and I was like I'm like what is your sign he's like oh I'm an Aries I'm like oh that explains it never mind we're fine continue on
0: right I mean I'm a Capricorn I'm a Capricorn so like I'm not throwing shade on the stuff you know, you know stubborn as a Gemini as <laughs> myself like
1: I love me some Aries so I'm not throwing shade it's all good
0: Yes, I love it. And it's funny we talk about the crown chakra because I, so I practice kundalini yoga and a lot of people who practice kundalini yoga wear turbans. And definitely it's extremely common to wear it during your practice, even if you don't wear it in regular life. And the reason for that is that it protects or it covers the crown chakra because in that yogic practice, it's like it really opens you up. And so you can contain the energy and keep it inside rather than losing it. And what's interesting is that I never thought about the fact that whenever I travel, I, well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big scarf wearer in general, which I think is kind of Piscean, Piscean. but anyway, so whenever I travel, I, I bring a scarf, especially, and I always cover my head with it because it makes me feel kind of protected. And I realize now it's because that energy
1: center is sealed off that way It makes complete sense and I really like that aspect of keeping everything inside because I think Aries tend to act tend to be very um powerhouse people so that fits perfectly
0: so interesting okay so now let's move on to
1: Taurus so Taurus are all about classics and what that is. and um, Because they realize, you know, tourists work very hard, but at the same time, it's a work hard, play hard sign. Like they know that they've worked all this time and they're going to invest their money for something that's worth it. They're not going to just run off to one of those like cheapy stores and buy a ton of like $3 shirts, right? They're They really want to invest in things that are great design, really luxurious fabrics, things that are going to be tailored and that are going to last so that also means things in classic colors you know your neutrals your your blacks your whites probably some grays in there um let's see what else can I say definitely they like to accessorize so it's going to be like some scarves necklaces just classic I think it's the way to go for a Taurus
0: I love it okay so I totally vibe with that as well (laughs) I, you know, fellow earth sign. I totally vibe with that. Okay. So we've gone over Aries and Taurus. Next is my ascendant, my rising sign and your sun Mm -hmm. sign, Gemini. Let's talk about Gemini.
1: So as I was researching this, it totally made sense. And I know it. every time I walk into my own closet, you know, I always love the idea of having a uniform, but you walk into any Gemini's closet and it's anything and everything under the sun, you know what I mean? Because,
0: oh my God, that's so me until just recently. I'm like finally being honest about the fact that I like certain things. And every time I try to like do something new in a month, I'm like, why did I buy this?
1: (laughs) I think um, the other important thing for Gemini's is they like to maybe purge. And I think for Gemini's it's important not to purge because they are Gemini's. So like you might buy something one month and then the next month that's what you need you know what i mean so don't get rid of it just put it in the back of the closet it'll come out again your gemini so um it's going to be very eclectic but then with their venus it's going to help them actually like walk out and look good you know what i mean like i know the other day what was something i wore oh a tie-dye shirt skinny jeans and leopard print shoes but because all the proportions and everything was good it worked so ultimate gemini outfit Oh, I could
0: totally, I could totally picture that. And oh my God, I'm like the craziest purger ever with my wardrobe. I mean, I've moved a lot. So that's definitely part of it. And I'm always like oscillating between like maximalism and like the 30 item capsule wardrobe. (laughs) And like, I'm literally just last month, I gave the woman who, well, the couple who cleans our apartment, like two huge bags of clothes for like their nieces and, and nephews. And I was like, literally today, I was like, oh, wow, maybe I should have, like, had a couple of those (laughs) things.
1: No, I I was very much the same, especially living in L.A. I've always had tiny studio apartments, and I finally moved into a one-bedroom with a wall-to-wall closet. So I'm like, oh, no, I am hoarding everything, everything, because I know I'm going to want it. And I'm like, I know, because I've thrown out things, and I've been like, oh, I needed that for this one outfit that I'll never wear again anyways, but still, so –
0: yeah, I, I mean, I actually, I really don't have regrets usually, but it was It's just like, I have that moment where I'm like, maybe I'm being a little extreme here. <laughs> but you know, sharing them wealth, it's all good. No, okay. <laughs> totally. So okay, next,
1: who's next? Cancer. So cancers, I found this really cute. And I actually called my mom. So cancers are also known as moon children, for anyone who didn't know. Oh, I love so, that. So and they're the only sign I believe that's ruled by the moon I think I think there might be one more don't quote me on this but so that means their wardrobe is going to be very like luminescent pearls some pink lots of silver some whites and it's going to be elegant maybe some vintage styling but also things that are cozy because you think of crabs right the cancer sign they're hard on the outside but on the inside they're not so like it's gonna be classic silhouettes, structured maybe, but then at the same time something that they can feel comfortable in, cozy and so like probably really good wool sweaters is probably something. And I know my mother has like probably twelve of them, so I think it's pretty. The proof is in the pudding there. So I love it.
0: It was a, it's so funny because a few weeks ago I was I re- recorded an episode on the real astrology of love with Hannah Piper Burns from Stars and Roses, and it was funny because literally like a third of our episode was just me making generalizations about like dating the signs purely based on my own experience. So I love what you're like, the proof is in the pudding. My mom has wool sweaters. We all do that. It's so funny. <laughs> it's like the, the signs are, you know, like even when I'm hearing some of these where these are my placements, I'm like, Oh, that is like totally me. And it's just funny how we like personalize it in that way. So <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so next is one of my favorite signs as far as um, dressing, and that is Leo. So, what can you tell us about how Leo suns or Leo Venuses can dress to like let their lion
1: roar? So, I think Leos kind of have like the the star sign almost of the the fashion world because they have great hair. They really want to spend time on you know their mane, you know whether it's a lot of them tend to have uh, blonde hair, if you do some Googling. So it's going to be large prints, large statement pieces, probably lots of gold, lots of yellow. Um, Leo's are all going to be about having some exclusive pieces in their wardrobe, things that other people aren't going to be able to have because they're Leo's. They're, you know, the lion one and one and only. So things that really um rule like if you look at Madonna, right? Great hair, great standout style. She really took it and made herself a brand out of her own aesthetic and that's very much a Leo thing to do.
0: So is is Madonna Leo sun? I want to say she's a Leo
1: rising.
0: Oh, that makes sense. I love it. You know, it's funny cuz cuz Gala does, so the woman one of the women who we um, met through, she just, I think like last year found out, like redid her chart and found out that she was a Leo, a Venus in Leo. And it's like, her style's all like glittery catsuits, faux furs, insane shoes, like wigs. Like, yeah, that's hella Leo Venus.
1: <laughs> it really is. It's funny that I actually thought of Gala too, when I was doing the Virgo signs, because I was like, mm, Virgos, this, 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 that's those cat suits right now.
0: <laughs> it's so funny. It's funny, actually, like, and we're talking about Virgo in a second, but, you know, when I think of Virgo, I think of, like, yeah, like you said, like, that kind of polished look. But, you know, we sometimes think, like, same with the Capricorn, like, you know, that that is, like, some of these earth signs are, like, more conservative and more polished, but that can be definitely interpreted in a really out there, crazy kind of way. Like, I, like in the scheme of fashion, maybe I dress a little more conservatively, but I definitely don't think anyone would look at me and be like, you look conservative. Like I'm covered in tattoos. I usually have like, you know, some kind of a bold haircut. And I definitely like, you know, I I feel like less is more, but at the same time I can take that refinement and bring it into like a unique look. So (laughs) it's funny how you can like play it into these different ways, again, depending on your personality, so, okay, let's talk about Virgo. What would, you, what would you have to tell us about Virgo signs or Virgo Venuses or the other Virgo signs? So
1: when I think Virgos, I think that they are probably the sign that, like, the little black, black dress was made for. Like, very sophisticated. They can just easily dress something up or down for an event, whether it's day or night. And they're very into um, presentation, and they can brand themselves using dramatic outfits. Um yeah, and you know, I think it's with anything. You know, my idea, say if if I had a Virgo um, rising or Venus, like if I was dressing for my Virgo sign, like my idea of neat and polish wouldn't be say someone else's idea of neat and polish. So I think that's something to take it with like a a loose interpretation. Totally. So that's why I think when I write the things on Instagram, I never am like go out and buy a blazer because I know like I am never ever ever going to be wearing a blazer it's just not something that I feel comfortable in oh my god
0: <laughs> so true. like every time like Everlane comes out with a new blazer I'm like that's like I like that look and then I'm like Caitlin you never ever wear blazers you will never wear a blazer you've never found a blazer you liked just let it stay on the model where it belongs
1: <laughs> I am exactly the same way like Rachel's out with her blazers every time I see one I'm like I could wear a blazer and then I'm like no no, you cannot. Right? She rocks the Blazers. Like, how do I do this? I don't understand. But I also
0: like. I I'll just stick with my leather jacket. Exactly. It's fine. Same. <laughs> Same. Totally, I love it. So, and that's such a good point. You know, I mean, that's kind of what I was talking about earlier. That you all of these recommendations. Of course, you have your personal style on top of this, and so you're we're all going to interpret the look in a different way. You know like a traditional, more conservative look might be sort of, I don't know, like a preppier kind of style. And while, like I said, with my example, that's definitely not my style. At the same time, I don't wear a lot of things that are like really, really super insanely colorful and crazy. I'm more of like that classic edginess. And so, yeah, it's like you can interpret all of these just as inspiration and let your own style flow into them a hundred percent. Okay, who is next? We've got, we have
1: Virgo, Libra. Libra. So Libras are all about balance. So I think the easiest way for a Libra to dress would be very black and white. Like I know a lot of professional people that that's just the, the palette that they stick to. So um, my notes also, like I was doing some research, said like some pastel colors, elegant but comfy. Um Libra is also a love sign. So they love the idea of love and harmony. So you're going to go for like a casual sophistication and it, but it's going to be things like looking good, but you're not going to go sp- like spend all your money, break the bank doing it. You know, it's all within your um, comfort zone, I guess of obviously balance. So, you know, feminine without looking over the top and gaudy, you know, if you're into sporty, you're going to look, probably maybe athletic, like yoga pants, but you're not going to look like you're going to go off to like do hot yoga. Maybe like it's all very balanced. Like like a strict, like athleisure kind of situation. Yes. yes, Thank
0: you. That's so funny because yeah, because Libra is ruled by Venus and actually your description there, even though I have, I don't think I have any Libra in my chart, like any Libra placements whatsoever, but I'm still really responding to what you're talking about. And I definitely vibe with that. And it makes me realize that just because we don't have, you know, one of these placements in our charts, for example, doesn't mean we can't still be inspired by the look. Oh, totally. Totally. Okay. So we are like trucking along here. Scorpio. Ooh, we have to say about Scorpio. I'm thinking like sexy and dark and edgy. Am I right? Of course.
1: I think the Scorpios are very like much your leather jacket or like, do you remember that Holly Berry movie where she played like Catwoman? Like to me, like that's like the ultimate Scorpio outfit, like sleek leather bodysuit, seductive, like look, I, you know, the eye makeup, everything. So again, like Scorpio is all about being sexy and passionate and the mystery. So your color palettes are going to be very deep, like probably very jewel tones of deep purples, crimson's always black. Um, And then they're going to give people a lot of intrigue. It's going to be that towing the line of you know a little sex appeal, a little mystique, but nothing like you're not giving it all away in one outfit.
0: Absolutely, I love it. That sounds hot. And again, like I have, well, actually, I do have a. I don't have a lot of Scorpio in my chart, but like the Scorpio I have is important. I'm not going to astronaut out here, but. You know, it's like, there are definitely times when that side has to come out to play for me, with, like, with like all of us.
1: <laughs> definitely. I feel like Scorpio would be another good sign to dress for if you wanted to go like the seductive route for an evening. Totally.
0: Well, it's actually, it's interesting because so I have um, Pluto and Scorpio, but that's a generational sign. So I'm 34. So really anyone, I think from like my boyfriend's 29, right? 28, 29. 28. Oh, I just aged you. Sorry, babe. Um, And he's, he also has, has, um, has Scorpio in Pluto or rather Pluto and Scorpio. Sorry. So that's a generational sign. It's like that's like a really a big range. I think it's like an eight year range of people who around our age group have that sign. So I think it's interesting because there's definitely like Fashion has definitely, in my opinion, gotten a lot edgier. Maybe I've just gotten more prudish in my old age. I don't know. But it's it makes sense because like this our generation, like we want to have that way of expressing ourselves in that sort of more like, you know, sultry, almost like bondagey way sometimes. Even those of us who like aren't recovering goths, like like you and I. <laughs> exactly. I love it. Yeah, I just looked up my chart, too. Same, Pluto. Yeah, Scorpio. it's generational. I mean, and he's, you know, what, like six years younger than me and has the same sign there. I think he's, like, at the tail end of it, so there you go. Um, although I don't think he's going to be, like, walking around in stilettos anytime soon, although that would be hot. Uh, <laughs> Maybe just leather pants. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For his next, he's a musician. For his next show, he's getting leather pants. He
1: Oh. That would be oh the perfect God. thing he to would
0: wear. would like literally die. I do not think that he would like that. But <laughs> I love it. Okay. So next we have Sagittarius.
1: Mm-hmm. So Sagittarius love to play with their outfits and experiment with new looks. As long as it happens effortlessly and easily, um, their clothing must be very versatile and be able to go with the flow. And I think, Really important accessory for them to have would be a large handbag. That way they can literally carry everything and the kitchen sink with them. And that way they're ready for everything. So probably like, maybe not the best example, but like a cargo pant would probably be a really good Sagittarius thing to have. Because you can have everything in there but
0: like nobody wear cargo pants please <laughs> no it was no it
1: was just like a 90s thing oh my god okay that?
0: yeah I do and so I live in Mexico City and Mexico City is like very 90s kind of city for a lot of ways and one way is definitely fashion and there's a lot of reasons for that you know but like socioeconomic and like the, we could there's a lot of reasons for that but definitely the 90s fashion is strong here and Literally, I had to have a talking to with Omar, my love, about the cargo pants situation, which is that like it's it's not it's not happening. And I'm not like very strict when it comes to my partners, like the way they look. You know, I'm not that kind of person. But I was like, I it's, cargo pants are a hard no, a hard no.
1: <laughs> Maybe I'm an asshole.
0: I, mean, I don't know. You
1: no, know, um, you no. Know, I think they've kind of gone, gone, gone the way of the buffalo. So it's. Yeah. It's good that you had that talk with him. You know,
0: sorry, how this to be. So, um <laughs> okay, so next the best sign of the zodiac, of course, because because it's my son, is
1: Capricorn. So again, the understated elegance of your wardrobe is going to be very into effect with your sun sign. And I think this sign is also kind of like the boss sign of the zodiac as they need pieces that can really carry them the distance and get their message across. So this means probably wearing some established labels that really display that like coveted success and status without being like, um, hello, I'm wearing this brand. I'm successful. Look at my Land Rover. You know what I mean? Like you're going to wear something that makes you feel super like boss, very Mm -hmm. confident, like ready for action Yeah. Like
0: I love luxurious items, but I'm definitely not like a big designer logo girl and not just because like it's a little out of my price range at this point in time. It's funny because I was actually doing an exercise as part of like some manifestation work, like a course I was in. And it was one of the questions was, you know, we were kind of scripting in our future lives and it was about like what we'd be wearing. And it was funny because I was like, oh, okay. Millionaire me, I still don't think would wear a lot of like traditional big logo designers not that there's anything wrong with that but I would definitely be repping the indie designers like Vivian Vett the like really beautiful items that are more unconventional and you know very luxurious but still being understated in in the sense there's not like a giant Gucci logo you know
1: exactly no that's perfect um yeah I think you captured that perfectly (laughs) (laughs) So
0: you, that's you could you know that could be part of your advertisement. Like this is the the designer handbag for Capricorns.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs>
0: um, and yeah, I love. I mean, I love like independent designers for that reason. It's like you're. It's really you're going to get like these unique items that are still not going to be the unique items that everybody has. You know, like there's certain definitely just even certain like high designer items that are super recognizable because you know they're so widely purchased even on like you with like Instagram people and stuff like that so you're definitely going to still stay different okay so
1: next we have
0: Aquarius talk to me about Aquarius Aquarius,
1: which is how I dress today um so Aquarius is like to keep it fresh with their outfits and um they have a unique sense of style that really wakes people up and they dress very fashion forward So that means wearing, you know, quote unquote, a normal outfit, right? And then you just throw something quirky in. So it's like, instead of wearing your normal leather jacket, you're going to go grab maybe something that's like laser cut with like a really rad motif or like your belt is really unique. Um, So you could dress very monochromatic if you wanted, but then you're going to have that one pop of color. So for example, my outfit today was very black on black, but then I had my blue tote bag, you know lots of um sea color in there and then right and you know chevron confidence i had my pop of color it was all good so
0: i love that i gotta love a pop of color with black always good always a good look okay and we talked about this a little bit earlier because i was talking about myself but let's go back over pisces see if you've any fresh ideas for pisces
1: so Pisces, I always think that um, that Marilyn Monroe quote, you know, you give a girl the right pair of shoes and she can conquer the world. So I think, like, if Pisces had to add one thing to their wardrobe, it would be fabulous footwear that really make a statement. And then I think just adding in more, like, watercolors and more flowy and feminine things that um, would make you feel a little more... Sexy, maybe a little more edgy, toe that line a little bit.
0: Cool. I like that. I'm definitely a shoe lover, although I, like you can't actually tell by my wardrobe, but I I love I love a, admiring a good pair of shoes. It's always something I notice on other people. <laughs> now I live in like a really dusty city, and so it's just like not happening for me, but I still love a good shoe. So, okay, so it's actually really cool because we just uh, – okay, well – full disclosure, we are recording this a couple of weeks before it airs. So at this time, which is like late March, um, at this time, we just had, oh my gosh, my cat is like literally trying to come in here, as always. Okay, back to the reality. So we just had Venus switch gears and pop into Pisces, and that's going to be the placement for the next month. So at the time of this airing, um, it will have either just shifted or still be in Pisces. So what can you tell us about um, the, the placement of Venus in the sky at the time and how we can play with that influence
1: in how we're dressing? So Venus is actually going to go into Pisces and that means that it's going to be like ultra romance and not necessarily like romance that's going to stick around and really last after it goes, but like we're all going to be feeling those love vibes and um, Venus entering Pisces next month is going to bring on a lot more emotion and everyone is going to relate on a much deeper level. Um, So for water signs, this means that they're going to love the calming energy while on the other side, people that are Gemini's and Virgo's and Sagittarius's are going to see a lot more action in those in their relationships. And this is the time where it's all going to be about things that are happening behind the scenes. So it's going to be how we say something, the feelings that are actually like backing our actions and our words versus what we're actually saying to someone. Um, Though I do have to say the worst case scenario with this time that's coming is that Pisces energy, because it is such a sign that makes you want to just go with the flow and enjoy yourself that it's going to make us a little more vulnerable to people that might manipulate the situation. And then you have Venus, which means we're going to be seeing things through like rose tinted glasses. So I think take everything in this coming time with like a grain of salt and just remember like Pisces energy, like love it, just go with the flow, enjoy it, but know that like, it might not last, I think would be something star wise to think about.
0: I see. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you that from dating Pisces, man, it might not last. <laughs> <laughs> On so many levels. We won't go into that. <laughs> I have a dirty mind. Okay. So that's super interesting. And it makes me think, actually, I would love to talk more about some other, like just fashion rituals in general, because you know, fashion is such a really obvious and accessible and like straightforward way that we all understand has really an effect on how we present ourselves to the world. And you know, it's a really big part of our magic. I mean, it's you know a really big part of contemporary modern glamour magic, literally. You know, glamour magic is originally magic that plays with perceptions of you and, and you know we've all seen the craft when she changes her hair color and her eye color it doesn't actually work like that in real life but it does it is about changing perceptions of what you are of of how you present yourself and how people see you you know people really will see you differently depending on what part of yourself you put out into the world and fashion's a big part of that so Alice can you tell us about Do you have any fashion rituals that you incorporate into your daily habits and routine?
1: Well, um, can I touch one more thing for the fashion aspect of this coming? Yeah, please. Okay. So, which I found really rad Um, with Venus going into Pisces, I think this is a great time for us to embrace like what would be considered like mermaid or princess fashion. So anything that makes us feel very like, whimsical and like maybe some regal so you're gonna think like very romantic wardrobe silhouettes things that maybe make you feel more feminine and that means you're gonna reach probably for softer fabrics whether it's jersey maxi dresses or maybe some flowing skirts and then like silk anything and then um I think really embrace it full completely like let your hair just do maybe some loose waves. Um, if you're in California, like always rock a beach wave, I think is always a good look. Um, you know, you can really just really incorporate that Pisces energy with like some, like maybe some shimmer eyeshadow or highlighter. And then I think going back to like m- dressing rituals, I recently started doing this cause I'm actually working on a book um is creating an altar yes um is creating an altar in your closet for the aesthetic that you want to put whether it's you know the overall message you want to wear or you know if you're dressing for certain star signs or if you want to put a certain vibe I guess out there so that means like You could use things you already own as totems. So like if you feel really sexy in a pair of like heels that you own, like maybe really display those in your closet and then maybe have some like um, mantra words underneath them or cutouts of magazines that really like envision where you want to go.
0: Oh my God. I think a good way. I'm obsessed with this idea. It's actually funny because I've always made little altars in my closet. Always, always, always. And I didn't envision it exactly the way you're describing it, but I'm totally going to expand on it. But like, I would always have a little shelf or something that's, I mean, really it's because like the closet is so private. And especially if you live with somebody else, I used to recommend this to my, when I was working as an interior designer, I'd recommend this to some of my clients When you're working with somebody else, having a little spot, or when you live with somebody else, rather, having a little spot in your closet that's kind of just for you, it's a really nice place to kind of display mementos and things that maybe your partner is just like, ew, on. (laughs) But I love the idea of making this like little altar for the aesthetic specifically. I'm totally going to do that. So good.
1: I would also maybe make a ritual out of getting dressed versus like like, how many of us really just, you know, our alarm goes off, we check Instagram, we jump out of bed, we turn the coffee pot on, we like, oh, crap, we have to get ready and leave the house in 10 minutes. And we literally grab like, jeans, t shirt shoes out the door versus like, if you take a moment and like, make a ritual out of like, laying out your outfit and deciding what you want to wear, you put a little more effort into it. And then you might actually notice something like, oh, this shirt actually is kind of beat up. Like, I, I shouldn't wear this one out. Because then like the whole day, you're going to be like, oh, this shirt is like B and it's tired and it's pilling. And then you're just going to walk around like with a shrinking, like, um, silhouette, you know? So you're going to greet people and be like, hi, like, hi, I'm so-and-so, you know? So I think if we make a ritual out of really focusing on what we wear, then you're going to make better fashion choices from, from a spiritual standpoint. And that way you're going to feel better throughout the day. And that way, When you meet someone, you're not worried about like, oh, your jeans have a stain on them or like you don't match or this. You're just going to be like, hi, hello, you know, and be ready.
0: Yes, I love that. I am so – it's actually one of my things about like the purging. Whenever I wear something and I'm remembering as I'm wearing it that it sucks for some reason, I always like take it home, throw it in the wash, put it in a bag to donate because – if you don't, if you just like sits in your closet, you're never going to remember it sucks for whatever reason until you're wearing it. And it's so
1: frustrating. <laughs> it really is. Whenever that happens to me, I do the same thing. Or if it's so like, I have a terrible habit of sleeping in my t-shirt. So like they die much faster. Oh so my I just God, have to like yes. throw them out. Yeah. And be done with I them. finally just accepted the
0: fact that like I'm super Capricornian in terms of like my knits, like t-shirts and stuff. Literally a pilled fucking t-shirt drives me up the fucking wall. And I don't care if anyone who's listening thinks I'm ridiculous and wasteful. I do not care. I finally accepted it. So what I do now is once it's, you can tell it's like about to be terrible, but it's still wearable. What I do is I use that moment to give it away because I know it's about to be terrible and I know that somebody else who is less anal retentive than I am about their t-shirts won't give a shit, but like, I don't want to give someone a shitty, shitty, already shitty t-shirt. So it's like this point of no return. So that's, that's my, that's my MO. If anyone ever finds a t-shirt that doesn't pill, like send me the link. I will buy 50. I, it drives me crazy. That's
1: silent Velcro and non-pilling t-shirts. That's what we got to come up
0: with. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. I love the closet altar idea. Totally gonna steal no, it. Do it. And Send
1: photos. Tag me on Instagram.
0: Let me see it. <laughs> okay, I will. I will. I totally will. You know, it's funny because it's funny because we totally like. I'm the same. I just fall into the habits with wearing certain things again and again. And I actually, I have a really small wardrobe. And one thing, like I do, definitely do a capsule wardrobe still. And, you know, I like to have everything kind of go together, more or less. You know, there's some exceptions, obviously. But um, what's cool about that is that (laughs) if I haven't done laundry, like, in, you know, I have to do laundry once a week that way. And what's cool is that when, like, all of my favorite things are in the wash, or the things that I usually wear together are in the wash, I have to get a little more creative. And it kind of forces me to go outside my comfort zone. So... Yeah, it's definitely, uh, you know, I I like the idea of of studying, like, the different Venus signs or even, I mean, hell, even, like, looking at where the moon is, what sign the moon is in to get,
1: like, a little inspiration just to try some different things, you know? Completely. I think, too, when you get creative with your outfits because everything else is in the wash, it gives you – almost like, um, a lesson of like, why am I not wearing this? Why do I not like it? And then you can actually like decide why that is. And then decide, should you bring more of that into your wardrobe? Okay. No, I should never buy green pants again. You know what I mean? Like it kind of actually acts as like a barometer to your closet too.
0: Totally. Yeah. I just, I hate having things that like I never wear. I know. I just like not, I know a lot of people don't care and sometimes I envy them because they have killer closets, but I just, I guess I'm like ultimately really utilitarian, you know? (laughs) I don't know. So, okay. So we talked a little earlier about, you know, some of the ways you bring magic into the products you create. Now I remember, I don't remember when it was. It was a little while ago, maybe a long while. I don't have any sense of time because time doesn't exist. But <laughs> let's get metaphysical shit. But I remember you posting, I think it was like a prototype for maybe the next collection or something and talking about how your next collection was going to, going to be even using and incorporating even more sacred geometry and things like that. Can you give us a teaser about
1: that? Or is
0: it top secret?
1: No, I can do a teaser. So... I don't. So with Sacred Geometry, I got really nerdy for the next collection and I made all these like triangle templates and I used them to actually help determine the dimensions for the upcoming bags. Ooh. So, like, you know, if the bag is X amount tall or X amount tall, it has to be according to the golden ratio, it has to be X amount wide and X amount deep.
0: And then, oh my God, I'm like literally obsessed with this idea because I hate when the proportions are off of the bag. I'm so excited.
1: <laughs> well, and it's funny because like before I would just be like, well, it sounds like a good number. And then the more I really studied this aspect of sacred geometry, the more I was like, oh, there's literally a science behind this. And so I had triangles all over the apartment of all different sizes and then like you'd go down this like math triangle rabbit hole and then be like wait wait what was my original number okay back to the beginning <laughs> as one does <laughs> of course of course so I really wanted to embrace that even more in the next collection so cool do, you, do we have a release date or, or is that still top secret <laughs> still top secret still fair saw. enough but it's fair coming
0: enough. oh I can't wait I, I remember I don't know if you're actually the prototype I saw if that's even going to make it into the final collection but it made me so excited for what's coming so really really excited so what's next for you I would love to hear about yeah what's next for you with your personal projects I know you mentioned a book coming what's what's next for you what else would you like to share with the rebirth of Venus listeners today
1: okay so I'm hoping that the book will be done in time to release for the fall and then um I know I'm very excited the more I work on it the more I'm like oh wait I have to get up and like go somewhere else like no no I just want to stay typing away and working on it and then um it's all going to be even more in depth of dressing to manifest exactly what you want in your life oh
0: my god I am so freaking excited for this book (laughs)
1: <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then obviously the new bags, I think I'm gonna trickle them out like two at a time versus like a whole brand new collection. I think that would be from like a spiritual standpoint like more fulfilling because I like to like, I don't know, do you whenever you go shopping for someone, do you like buy it and then you want to give it to them right away? Like that's how I feel when I design. Like I don't like holding on to designs and like waiting for a release date. I just want to like show them to everyone. Totally.
0: You know, I, I totally abide by that. Even like with my own products, like my courses and like new packages or programs I'm creating, even like new session types of sessions I'm creating. I like download the idea and I put it out right away because I, I know that the people who are going, are looking at this on the internet are going to be responding to that energy, that energy that's really current. This isn't like anything I release is not like six months ago energy. It is now energy because I just really vibe with
1: what's happening now. So I totally agree with you. Same. Like time is now, you know, I think, what did you say in one of your podcasts? Um, take action now. I like stopped the podcast, got out lipstick, like wrote that on my mirror. I was like, okay.
0: Yes, absolutely. And yeah, that is like really my MO right now. I mean, it's always my MO. I'm like, all about action and immediate action and doing it fucking now, not waiting. And actually the day this, this drops, this is dropping today is the 26th of April. And today's actually the first day of my, um, my newest program the chariot which is all about so if you're listening to this now you actually still can get in until midnight today but the chariot is all about that it's about like taking action immediately because in the tarot the chariot is about taking action now but not just that. It's like your quantum leap it's that moment where you decide your life is changing now and that you know even though you're scared even though you're shitting your pants hopefully metaphorically that something has to change and you're not going to wait anymore. And you're willing to ride, you know, into the sunset no matter how crazy things get. And so, yeah, like why wait? I want, I want this book. I want this bag. Let's make it happen, girl. Let's make it happen. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. This was so much fun, Alice. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for so having If, you know, I would love to hear if you have just like some parting wisdom for our listeners, a message, maybe a little magical oracle message you would like to share, um, something that's calling you to send out into the ether. Do you have anything
1: for us? I think really to just dress with intention and dress how like to what feels good for you and, and follow that, you know, if you feel good in a certain outfit, think about it and and clearly that's something that you should explore even more. And you know, there, there's the reason we're attracted to certain things. And and that's what's talking to us. So listen to it and yeah, and dress even more of it. I
0: love it. That is so good. Mic drop moment there. Thank you so much for coming on. And thank you all for listening. Hope you loved this episode. And as always, if you love this episode, please log on to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and tell me what you loved hearing because this podcast is for you. I want to hear what vibes with you, what you're excited about. Let's continue the conversation. So, um, I will. I want to make sure you head to the show notes, and of course, I'm going to have links to Alice's collection with Vin, Viv. Blah, I can't talk today. Alice's collection with Vivian Vet, and as well as some other great resources uh, that we want to share with you. So, hop on into the show notes and. I can't wait to talk to you all soon. Have a lovely week and see you next Friday. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, be sure to leave a five-star review in the Apple Podcast app and share it with a friend. I would love to hear from you. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. DM me at rebirth underscore of Venus. And be sure to grab your free ritual guide at rebirthofvenus.com.